Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to TC Live presented by Whole Foods. It's been said that Rome is the city of echoes. And the sounds of two former champions continue to reverberate throughout the grounds of the Foro Italico. A lot to get to over the next half hour as we are down to the semifinals. As Iga Sviantek streaks through the record book, we'll tell you what she still needs to do to reclaim her title in Rome. Plus, Alexander Zverev leading a group of four men into the semifinals. How the former champ has been operating under the radar in the Italian capital. And no matter the surface, no matter the partner, why John Isner has been this season's breakout double star. With that, we welcome you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman in between a couple legends. We got the Hall of Famer Jim Courier and Jason Goodall. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thank you very much for having me. You had me on the show about a year ago. I never got an invite back, so I obviously didn't do particularly well that time. Hoping to up my game today. No, you did fantastic, and it's a pleasure to have you back here. We got four of the top five seeds in the semifinals, including Mm -hmm. Novak Djokovic, Jim, who came through once again in straight sets, hasn't dropped a set in Rome. What stood out to you about his performance against Felix Ojeali? I think the way he stuck the dismount, honestly. Like, it was a little bit rough for him, wasn't it? Trying to close out the first set. There was a bobble with some unforced errors at 5-3. Same thing happened. Felix lifted his game in the second set a little bit more to his level to get it into a tie break. But, my goodness, the... the, uh, the last eight points, Djokovic winning seven of eight, playing perfectly and really lifting to the moment and kind of loving showing the crowd who the boss is. So uh, great to see him back in form. Uh, he's certainly looking really, really good. We thought he might get a little bit of a lift with Rafa no longer in his side of the draw. We'll see how that plays out over the weekend. And I think it's nice to be tested, isn't it? You know, he won his first two matches here pretty comfortably against Karatsev and Vavrinka, but this was definitely a step up for him today, especially with all that he had to get through in that second set. And I think that will give him confidence moving forward. And with this win, he now guarantees that for a record 370th week, he will stay at number one in the world. Top seed of Roland Garros, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, that's very large. Yeah. Uh, who will he meet, though, in the semifinals? Denis Shapovalov coming off his upset of Rafa Nadal. 5-0 in Masters quarterfinals, but Jim Kasparud, a perfect 3-0 on clay in this same situation. And Kasparud finally starting to get his clay court season going after a struggle. And we thought, you know, if the guy makes the finals of Miami, he's going to be a hot hand. No such luck until now. And now he's starting to make good on it. So here, Rude, 40 love, opening set, five apiece. Shapo, how is he going to respond? That was a question, too, after that big win over Nadal last night. Well, it was nip and tuck in the tiebreak. Six all in the breaker here. Rude serving far court, rocking the forehand. That's the key shot for him. Uh, this is uh, for, for Shapo, by the way. He takes on Nadal's forehand the day before, and then he gets Rude's forehand, the two spinniest forehands in men's tennis. And Rude would be able to put that first set away. 9 7. 
And then finally, on his 15th break point, <laughs> he breaks for the Dunk first and the only time of the match. He had lots of chances to break this one wide open. Steve couldn't do it, but able to get through six and five and on track and into the semifinals. Saved the two break points he faced, and as Jim mentioned, won the match despite being just one of 15 on break points. You feel the, the nerves a little bit extra on break points. You know it's an important, uh, important point, especially against a big server like Chapo. It's uh, it's a big thing to get a break against him, and it's not easy. So the chances you have, you really need to take care of them. And unfortunately, I didn't take care of too many today. But the one I had, I, or the one I got, was enough to seal the second set. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think I was doing the right things, just weren't uh, winning those uh, break points. All right, so the semifinals are set on the men's side. Third straight master semifinal for Zverev and Tsitsipas, who split the previous two in Monte Carlo and Madrid. Then you've got Djokovic and Rude. They've played a semifinal in Rome before that happened two years ago. So, Jason, what's your first thought on that Djokovic-Rude matchup? Well, I think, it, again, it's going to be another big step up, isn't it, for Novak and for Casper. We've got somebody who was struggling initially on the clay, which we didn't expect. You know, he's been so good on this particular surface. And yet, I think with him finding form earlier in this tournament, he's good enough that come big matches, he's going to have confidence in his own ability. And I think that no, no doubt Novak starts as the slight favorite in that one, mm. but he's going to test him. I think he's a huge favorite, honestly. I think the big difference in this one versus the match with Felix is there's such a hole in Casper Ruud's game that you can attack in his backhand because his forehand has the, the most spin along with Nadal. His backhand is the spinniest shot of a two-hander in men's tennis of any backhand. And with that, it doesn't have the same speed that the forehand does, so it doesn't hurt you as much. It sits up and says, hit me. And I think Novak will do that. If he's able to get the ball in the backhand, he's safe. If, if Root's hitting forehands, he's in trouble. But Novak is so balanced on his own side, I think this will be actually a little bit of a, of a feeling of relief mm. for Novak once he's in the rallies against Casper because he knows he can go get comfortable going to that two-hander. Would be his 1,000th career tour victory. Incredible yeah. for Novak Djokovic. We'll have the rest of the men's quarterfinal highlights shortly. But let's get to the ladies and Iga Fiontek on another level right now, taking a 25-match win streak into her quarterfinal against Bianca Andreescu. They haven't played since Junior Fed Cup, Jason, and the first set was a battle. It really was, wasn't it? And Andreescu can throw an awful lot of variation at you, so it was always going to be a test for Fiontek. And she's somebody who's enjoyed a lot of success in this particular event historically. So, again, came in with a lot of confidence. But this was the key. In the opening set tiebreak, keep an eye out what happens here on this return. It gets called out. Andrescu doesn't offer a shot. The umpire says it took a piece of the line but gives the point to Sviontek. Hawkeye showed the ball was out, so it was like a double whammy against Bianca. And thereafter, really, she just folded. There was no chance at all. Sviontek played a really good second set, but I think she found it difficult just to get over what she felt was being hard done by on such a crucial point in that opening set tiebreak. But uh, I tell you what, Sviontek, it's incredible, really, how well she's handled everything that's been thrown at her this season and looks like she's going from strength to strength. And let's not forget this, her favorite surface. That's right. <laughs> Won her major on this surface. Iga has now won 38 of her last 39 sets, 12 of her 13 tour-level quarterfinals. That winning streak, 26 in a row, now tied for the fifth longest this century. Only Venus Williams, Serena Williams, and Justine Ennin have won more matches in a row since the year 2000. Ego well aware of the legendary company she is now a part of.
I didn't really watch these matches where, where they had streaks, but for sure being in that kind of group is like a dream come true for me. I wouldn't think of that when I was, young, when I was younger. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy that I could do that because um, consistency was the thing that I really wanted to work on last year. And this year I feel, I feel like it clicked, so I'm pretty happy. This match, Amanda Anasimova with her own streak going on, coming in perfect 4-0 against Arena Sabalenka. First set continued in that direction, Jason. It's a big advantage to have, isn't it? You know, especially against somebody who can hit the ball as well as Sabalenka. She can take the rocket out of anybody's hands. But so can Anisimova, especially when she lands a high percentage of first serves and then is able to return as effectively as she did in that opening set there. But in the second set, I thought Sabalenka hung in there really well. It would have been very easy for her to get down on herself, started to move well in and out of the corners. We know she's got the firepower of both wings and no real problems today as far as her serve was concerned. And that absolutely crucial. So that gave her confidence going into the deciding set. Early opportunity here to get the break. And another one of those pummeling forehands made sure that she had the early initiative in the deciding set and then finished just as strongly as well. Meant a lot, because obviously it's never comfortable when you haven't been able to beat anybody who's ranked a little lower than you, and so it was a match for her to save her, and it will give her a lot of confidence going into the weekend. Into her biggest semifinal since the U.S. Open last year, and guess what, Jim? Frank the Tank, still a theme in this match. Another player streaking. We got Angebur coming in on a career-high nine-match winning streak. She would need an old-school comeback. She sure would, because Maria Sakri was dominant early on. 6-1, 40 love, triple set point. His own's out of gas after winning Madrid. That's what everyone's thinking. That's what everyone's wondering. The scoreboard shows 6-1, 5-2. This is going to be it, right? Owens is just going to tap out. Not so fast, my friends. She is on the way back. Look at the score. She's climbing back slowly but surely. Sakri tightening up, Jabor freeing up. There's the feel. And Sakri now firmly on tilt. Look at this run of play. It is 6-5, Jabor. It is double set point on another break of serve. And here we go into a third. And it would not get better for Sakri. The third set, one-way traffic. Sakri serving here, feeling all of the finesse coming her way. Nothing much you can do. Jabor starting to feel in the flow again. And here's match point. What a turnaround that was. And only two hours, ladies and gentlemen. That is not that taxing physically. Emotionally, yes. Jabur said, in my head at 5-2, I was like, you cannot finish those amazing almost three weeks like this. That's what got her started. And here is our final four on the women's side. Sviantek has lost just nine games in two matches with Sabalenka this year. Jabur has won three straight over Kazetkina, including Stuttgart last month. So, we see the Final Four. Jason, who do you think is going to make it to the final in Rome? Sabalenka is one of those players that can beat anybody when she's on. So, I think if you're Igor Sviantek here, you've got to be wary of that. It doesn't matter how well she's playing. Sabalenka can hurt you. So, she's the outlier. Sviantek, obviously the favorite, but I've been really impressed with Kazakina. Mm. She has played some phenomenal tennis. The variation, the ability to flight her forehand, to dance around the backhand, but then flatten that out as well. So she's somebody that's really confident too, so she might spring a surprise. 
Sign me up for a little Shiantek Jabour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Sunday viewing is going to look like on Tennis Channel. I, I'm often wrong, so don't, uh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't be surprised if that's not the case, but that's, why, that's how I'm leaning, Steve. All right, that, that would be a 27-match win streak against an 11-match win streak. Mm-hmm. Good stuff yeah, heading I mean, into Roland Garros. It's a real risky prediction. <laughs> hey, that, that's how it plays out. We'll see. Yeah. Cannot wait for semifinal Saturday here on Tennis Channel. When we come back, it's becoming a weekly tradition on tour. A semifinal showdown between Stefano Tsitsipas and Alexander Zverev. Who will rule in Rome? Our experts let you know next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jim, Jason, Steve back on TC Live. A reminder to make Tennis.com your online information source throughout Tennis Channel's Road to Roland Garros. It is award-winning Tennis.com. Big congratulations to Andy Chu and our entire digital team. They won Best Digital Solution for the Tennis.com app at the Sports Technology Awards in London. Well, how about this? From digital to doubles. The twins duo of John Isner and Diego Schwartzman continue to dazzle. They take out that alternate team of Glasspool and Heliavara in straight sets to make the semifinals in Rome. John Isner going for his third Masters title of the season with a third different partner. It doesn't get old seeing Isner and Schwartzman on the same side of the court. For Saturday's forecast, here's Fox Weather. Hey there, tennis fans. I'm Fox Weather's Britta Merwin, and here is tomorrow's Italian Open forecast. Gorgeous weather in Rome, high temperatures in the mid-80s, and just a light breeze. And don't forget, you can download your Fox Weather app or stream Fox Weather from your connected TV device. All right, thanks, Britta. It is arguably the highest honor of the day on TC Live. Who will take home our hot shot? So many to choose from. Find out next. Back on TC Live, just nine sleeps until the year's second major. Still plenty of action on the road to Roland Garros here on Tennis Channel. From Rome to qualifying to multiple events on the ATP and WTA next week. Do not miss our TC Live preview show from Paris, May 21st, right on the eve of Roland Garros. Back to Rome, bottom half quarterfinals. We've got former champion Alexander Zverev. Hasn't dropped a set this week, but he's also never beaten Christian Garin, Jason. Yeah, Garin coming through the section of the draw, which would have had uh, Carlos Alcaraz in it, so taking full advantage of that opportunity, but outplayed for much of the opening set today. Zverev, you've always got to keep an eye on the numbers that he posts on serve. Only served a couple of doubles today, and plenty of really big first serves that then allows him to dictate play. We saw him volley really well in Madrid, too, after struggling against Sitsipas and Monte Carlo in that regard. And then also we need to keep an eye on him being nice and aggressive from the back of the court, going up the line, as his coach Sergio Guguera wants him to do a little more frequently. He did that really well today. Setting a break up, always a nice place to be. It allows you then to open your shoulders. It was nice and warm earlier today. The court was drying out, so it was quick. Ball was pinging around beautifully. 
And Zverev dictating play off both wings off the back of a good serving performance. That will give him confidence. 24 winners, four breaks to serve. That is Masters win number 100 for Sasha Zverev. Stefano Tsitsipas, Yannick Sinner meeting in Rome for the third time in the past four years, Jim. Each have gotten a victory. Yep, this is the rubber match in that one. And Sinner getting back on serve after having his serve taken early. The crowd going bananas in the tiebreak. It would get tight. And the forehand of Tsitsipas would do some big damage. Ripping that shot inside out, following it through. Good forehand volley. A mini break would be followed by the set break with another good volley. Boom, perfect from Tsitsipas. Sinner has got so much power, but doesn't quite cover the court as well as Tsitsipas. That's a, a difference maker without a doubt. And there's another look at just the phenomenal footwork from Steph. Look at the court coverage. Sinner doing well, tries the tweener. Can't get it done. There's the break of serve, and it wouldn't get better from center from there. Serve gets taken again here at 4-2. Great angle forehand from the Greek. And he runs through the tape, 6-2. Comfortable win in the end after a challenging opening set. So I really went for it when I had to. I didn't overthink or hesitate, and that paid off in the end. Up to a tour leading 30 wins this year. Stefano Tsitsipas moving on to the semifinals. We'll get that rematch against Alexander Zverev with Amanda Anasimova going out today. No Americans remaining in singles, so... Andre Agassi, the last American man to win in Rome. Our guy here, Jim Courier, two titles. What do you remember most from your victories in Rome, Jim? Fettuccine Alfredo. Yes. Afterwards, delicious. Uh, <laughs> what restaurant? Look, it, it, yeah, this is a great place to play in general. It's a beautiful stadium. Pete Sampras beat Boris Becker in the final. That was a year where the court was really dried out. It was playing like a hard court, and those guys just dominated with their aggression. And I saw Andre... In 1988, I lost in qualies there. Andre lost a tough five-setter to Mancini in the final. Sweet retribution for him to come back and win 2002. That was a tournament where his coach, Darren Cahill, put the Luxalon in his strings, the new strings in for the first time, and Andre couldn't believe how easy it was to play tennis with that new technology, and uh, the rest is history. When how about winning? Jimmy Arias? Yep. In 83, the year of the boycotts, where there was no one played inside the world's top 100, and Jimmy came through that. That's not true, and I was trying not to say Jimmy's name. <laughs> the poor guy's been up at 2 in the morning here calling yeah. matches. Yeah. He might actually be watching. But, uh, anyway. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, time to enter the social net here yep. on TC Live. And how about Ash Barty recently retired... Still getting awards. Just received her 2021 WTA Player of the Year Award. And she got it back home in Australia, Jason. Was that for golf or for this, tennis? This was for tennis. But okay, next both, month, right? she's playing that Icons event, Liberty National, in Jersey City with uh, 24 of the, the best sportsmen and sportswomen in the world. She's so popular, isn't she? And she could turn her hand to anything. She's such a talented athlete. And I just love watching her not only perform, no matter what sport she's playing, but also how she handles herself as well. And I think in the back of my mind, we might see her again on a tennis court at some stage. Keep my fingers crossed. What do you think, Jim? Think she'll be back? I do not know, but I hope so. Uh, the one thing we know about Ash Barty is she can flip the switch and come right back. She was away for a couple of years, had no problem getting right back to it. I think we just got to keep our eyes on whatever Casey Delacqua, her good friend, is doing because Casey brought her back in. The last time, maybe Casey can uh, twist her arm and get her back involved again. But we wish her happiness 
first and foremost, and it seems like she's got it. That smile looks great, as and, ever. And congratulations on the award. Uh, so Ash retired. Serena Williams is not. And guess what? By the looks of her social media, she's getting ready for Wimbledon. Jason, as our resident member of the club... What can you tell us? Well, if she is getting ready for a comeback, the groundsman's getting a little nervous because she can take some serious divots out of those courts if she's dressed in her all whites, but we'd love to see her back. It would be just great for her to pitch up without any kind of announcement at all and suddenly just play the championships. But I'll tell you what, it might be we might not get to see her again this summer, but if we do, she has a chance of winning that thing. She's so good. She told Aaron Rodgers she's playing Wimbledon. And then she's posting that on social media. Are, you, are the tea leaves coming I, together for you? I, I mean, it's a nice tease, and I hope I hope we get the you know the final the follow through on that. The hamstring went out last year at Wimbledon. Would be really perfect and poetic if she's yes. able to make her return mm-hmm. right back there at the same tournament. Seven-time singles champion at the championships. All right, are we are back for semifinal Saturday right here on Tennis Channel, 6 a.m. Eastern. It is Fiantek Sabalenka. That's followed by Sitsipas Zverev. All they do is play semifinals. Djokovic Rude leads into TC Live, and we've got you covered all night long from Rome. Coming back with more TC Live, presented by Whole Foods in just a moment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Courier Goodall Weissman back with TC Live in our Whole Foods Tournament Summary. Novak Djokovic heading to the semifinals in Rome yet again. He will take on Kasper Ruud. Can anyone stop Iga Sviantek? Now 26 straight wins. And once again, we get a semifinal at a Masters 1000 on clay between Alexander Zverev and Stefano Tsitsipas. It's the rubber match coming up on Saturday. Hot shot of the day, Jason. We've got FAA and Nole, and who's getting the best shot? Well, we could have had half a dozen in this second set, but look at the scoreline here. It's break point, no less. And these two making good use of the full dimensions of the court. And OJ Aliassime looking to try and come forwards. Pretty decent pickup here, but look at this from Djokovic. And you've got to get up. <laughs> Are you not entertained? I mean, we're right next to the Coliseum, right? Well, Maximus Aurelius. Incredible feel under pressure. Just that subtle flick of the wrist and perfect elevation. I believe it's Marcus Aurelius. Maximus is the, the, the other guy from Gladiator. I had to correct myself there. Uh, here is the slate of matches beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern. All the semifinals exclusively right here on Tennis Channel. And for a preview, let's head back to Rome with Danny and our Gladiator, Prakash. All right, Steve, back here at the DraftKings Tennis Channel desk. P at semifinals Saturday. Looking forward to great action, including Iga Sviantek. She is on a tear. 
now looking for 27 wins in a row against Arena Sabalenka. Do you think she can extend this win streak? Uh, I think she will. Look, Sabalenka does have the power to hit through just about anyone on the tour, but where I think she's really going to struggle is on that serve. She's made drastic improvements since she had the yips earlier this year on her serve, but I don't think it's going to stand up to the pressure of the Sviantec return. Iga lost her own serve four times yesterday, three times today, still didn't lose a set. That shows you how well she's returning and I'm not quite sure Sabalenka's serve can withstand that pressure. Well, looking forward to semifinal Saturday. Precaution, I will be here to kick things off at 6 a.m. Eastern. Looking forward to it. All right, thank you so much. A lot to choose from. We are going to break down Zverev Sitsipas. 12th meeting between these two. Of course, they've met in Monte Carlo. It was Sitsipas that won in the semifinal. Then he won the tournament. Zverev won the semifinal in Madrid. Did not win the tournament. <laughs> Who wins in Rome, Jim? I am going to say that, the, that it flips back to Tsitsipas, who's gotten the better of these guys in the overall head-to-head. It, it's been much more in his favor. I think the altitude really helped the first serve in a big way for Sasha Zverev, as well as his ground strokes. When it comes to the movement, I think there's no doubt that, that uh, Tsitsipas defends better than Sasha, although Sasha's very good, don't get me wrong. And I think that the, because we're now in a little slower conditions at sea level in Rome, I think that Tsitsipas will, will be able to withstand the barrage, the more offense from Sasha, which he showed in Madrid off the ground, and turn things around in his favor. But we'll see. It's a lovely contrast in styles to admire, isn't it, this matchup? And I was commentating on their semi-final in Monte Carlo, and I was so impressed with the way that Tsitsipas was just able to dismantle Zverev's game, to bring him out of his comfort zone, draw him off the baseline, and then pass him at will off both wings, use that forehand cross-court to really outmaneuver him as well. But on that day, Zverev didn't return serve particularly well. But remember, it's a really tight court there in Monte Carlo. In Madrid, he stepped back a little further. It gave him a little more freedom to be able to swing. And he did play really aggressively there, which he's going to need to do again. And then the one outlier is you never know. Those double faults, they can come in bunches, can't they? So he didn't serve many today. Hasn't served many in the tournament so far. But then suddenly he can throw two or three and it can really sort of hurt his confidence. So I take Tsitsipas. All right. Uh, Zverev is a former champion in Rome, but Tsitsipas leads that head-to-head 7-4. I'm taking Stefano Tsitsipas. That's a clean sweep. All three of us. Great job, Jim. Jason, well done. Let's bring you back in uh, less than a year. (laughs) Let's try. How about that? Good look, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. That's Jason Goodall right there. Our coverage continues from Rome next on Tennis Channel.